Welcome to Beyond the Message podcast. I'm Joe Forrest. Here with me today is Pastor Joe Ceratelli, where we're taking you further and deeper than you've gone before. This is Beyond the Message. about vision vision and what vision is why we do it who how it is all that that good stuff so what is our vision in the church it's victory over everything and anything that gets in the way of god's will for our lives so pastor joe could you just start i don't know unwinding this this why is it actually important for us to live this out in our our church lives yeah yeah, I think before we go there, let me let me start. Why is vision even important, right? Like, why is having a vision statement important? Why is our vision, like, why is it good to have it on our wall? Why is it good to have it as a statement? And I, I think about a few things. Like, one is um, um, uh, a, a, if you're going in a car ride and you're going on vacation and you don't have your vision in mind of where it is that you're going, you don't have that goal in mind. You don't punch that final address in on your GPS. Like you're going to end up like most men do, but they never want to admit it is lost. And so um, we, we want to have the end in mind always. And so, but the other thing is, is uh, another verse that I love uh, is in, uh, Proverbs 29, verse 18, the King James Version says, where there is no vision, the people perish. People need vision. They, like we do. We need, we need it. Like it's, it's like so important to everything, everything in our life. Or uh, the truth is we're going to die. And so we need to help set our people's eyes in the right place. We need to help set the church's eyes in the right place of where we're going where we're trying to get to, and then we can set up those guardrails, those values, and we can help people take step-by-step with a mission statement of how to actually do this, how to get to that end. So, yeah, vision's important. And um, to answer your second question, um, the the, um, victory over everything and anything that gets in the way of God's will for our lives, um, man, that's... That's a lo- that's a loaded statement right there. That's a big statement. That is a big statement. And, and and because it almost seems like I know when I think about victory, I think about victory as like something that I've won. Do yeah, you know like I mean? a football game. Yeah. Like I <laughs> we gotta be on top of the end, right? Um for soccer fans out there, you wanna have more goals in, in their net than they put into yours, you know? And so um, whatever it is, you want to be victorious. You want to be the winner. And, and that's just the competitive spirit that we all have within us. And uh, I actually think that this is like a little contrary to that. Like victory doesn't look like the victory that we know. So victory over everything and anything that gets in the way of God's will for your life really means not you're trying to win something. You're trying to, you're trying to, lose to that your fleshly desires your worldly desires um the the things you're you, you're like ourselves we want christ and us to be glorified over everything and anything uh so 
Um, yeah, I hope I answered that correctly, but I, I think there's so much more to that. On our, I just want to share one more thing. Um, on our member covenant that we give to people in the church at Building on Rock, it says this underneath our vision statement. It's like almost like a covenant that people are making. It says, I vow to seek God's will for my life with all my heart, with all my soul, uh, with all my mind, with all my strength, and pursue it over everything and anything, over every and any obstacle that may be presented before me, even including me. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we can be the biggest obstacle in our own ways when we got two left feet walking around trying to trip over. We trip over our own selves. Yeah. And we lose that victory in our lives. Yeah. Amen. So what? my next question is, what does this this so-called victory look like? And how, how does this, this, you know, play out in our lives? Yeah. I think there's a, there's a really great example in the scriptures of a man named Enoch and he's mentioned in Genesis uh, five and also in Hebrews 11. And um, I would like to read uh, to you just the Hebrews 11 verse, uh, just the end part of the Hebrews 11 five. It said, um, uh, prior to his removal, he was approved since he had pleased God. So uh, Enoch was actually taken away by God. He did not experience death like the rest of us will. Instead, uh, he God removed him because he had pleased God. Now, how did he please God? That was my big question. Because when I look at our victory, our, our vision statement, victory over everything and anything that gets in the way of God's will for our life, it looks like I am trying to live a life that pleases God, that victorious Christian life that many people would say. And in Hebrews, uh, Genesis 5, it says that Enoch walked with God. Whoa. Enoch walked with God. Like, so, so the a victorious Christian life or a life that pleases God is a life that a, a life that pleases God is a life that is walked with God. Does that make sense? So here I am. I'm living my life daily, moment by moment, step by step with my loving Savior. Like every single moment is with God. Like the NLT version says that Enoch was walking in close fellowship with God. That reminds me of Psalm 46 at the end. It says, be still and know that I am God. Mm. Whoa. Like he knew who God was Mm. and he had this intertwining relationship between his spirit and God's spirit. And it just is so beautiful to see that. Yeah. And, but it, it, there was probably, I, it, man, if he walked in close fellowship with God, I wonder, like, I wonder what all that looked like. I don't, I, I want that. We should desire that. Like I think about Jesus and his relationship with his father, like, man, like I, we should desire a relationship like that. And so um, Enoch had that. He was he wasn't God. He wasn't Jesus. He was a man like me and you. And so to go after that, that is a reality. That is a place that we can get to. It's not far fetched. It's not something that is like oh only Jesus could have done it because he was God. No, like I have the Spirit of God living in me, and it needs to probably look like more of a life where. I decrease and he increases in my life. Like if I lived a life at one time where it was 100% me and 0% God, 
in that moment of salvation, when I gave my life to Jesus, Jesus started, he came into my life. I need to allow him more space and more room in my life so that at one time, hopefully the the tables will turn and it'll be 100% God in my life and 0% me in my life. So my next question to you would be, how is there a tangible way to remember this? How do we remember this tangibly? Yeah, I like to look at it as um, a a battlefield. Um, when you have two enemies fighting against one another, the the sign in which the one has lost and the other has won is a white flag. Okay? okay. So I want to look at it. I think we should look at it as though we're the ones raising the white flag, which is very contrary to this yes. word victory. Victory. Um, it should look like I am a person raising a white flag in the air throwing my hands up in the air in a, in a, in a sign of surrender. Like, look at me. I am, I'm broken. I am, I give up. I am tired of fighting this fight against the ways of the world. Instead, God, I surrender my life to you. And I I lift up my hands to you. I praise you, God. And so um, this, this sign of surrender. So the, the problem though, for me and you is we look at a moment in our life as a surrender moment, as like the moment in which we became Christians. We said, Jesus, take my life. Here it is. I want to follow you. I'm a sinner. Lord, forgive me. Uh, I have my life, right? We had this moment of salvation, which Jesus became savior of our life. And that was it. And we have that one moment in our in our life in which we surrendered to God, or we have a few others where we maybe fell into a few traps that we couldn't get out of. We had to confess sin. Yes. Um, and But we have only a few flags. And we think a victorious Christian life looks like a life with only a few white flags in the ground. Almost like mountaintop moments. Yeah, or valley moments, right? Valley moments, Just yeah. a few valley moments. But... Um, I don't spend much time in the valley. Most Christians say, I want to live that mountaintop lifestyle. And at at the end of the day, it should be every single moment, no matter if we're in the valley, if we're on a mountaintop, or we're in a rugged place, or we're in a smooth place. It doesn't matter if you're in the, if you're in, um, uh, tropical land or you're in the desert. It doesn't matter. At every moment in our life, we should be, surrendering, having a posture of surrender, raising the white flag, okay, to Jesus and saying, God, I surrender at this moment right now. And I think it could be like, it should be like day by day, should be by hour by hour. Let's get even more serious. Minute by minute, second by second, even breath by breath, that we are living a life in such, when I read what Enoch did, he walking in close fellowship with God. He walked with God. That's a victorious Christian life. Is a moment of which I am constantly raising a white flag and recognizing God, you're in control here and it's not me. That's great. Uh, living a life of surrender is living a life of victory. Amen. So yeah. thank you so much for sharing that with us. Uh, we'll keep a hold on those white flag moments. And I just want to encourage everybody to see these white flag moments in your life and continue those white flag moments in your life and just handing things over to God mm-hmm. again and again and again. Mm-hmm. So please join us. Slap the uh, subscribe button if you're enjoying this. 
Uh, next week, we'll be getting into our mission, which is to know Jesus and to make Jesus known. And we would love for you to join us. We'll be putting out a new podcast about every two weeks. Thank you for listening. Again, slap the subscribe button. We hope you enjoy. Have a great day.